It's been two years of two black runners sitting, listening to Joshua Pods, Aaron Pods, doing our thing, bro. It's been it's been a journey. The it's brothers journey. from the same mother, man. But look at that. Two years ago, we're first podcast uploaded with Abdi Hamid Nir. And look at him now. People that we, we we talked about, like, how can we have these changes happen? Now we're finally meeting and like talking to these people. And hopefully like that type of change can happen. And we can be like a part of that and be a part of that impact. Yeah. And it really has like giving me more empathy for everything going on. Is he though? Go, like, let's closest... have this conversation real quick. Have this, I... have this conversation. Is he a rapper? I, I low-key feel like he's more of a pop, like is, is, is Post know. Malone a rapper? I think I just have to mention it. Cause like, this is a story like Arcadia, this big event, there's no security guards to, to like break this down. Come on, man. To try and de-escalate the situation. After a four by four, they started fighting. They were scrapping, punches were thrown. I'm Joshua Potts, Mr. Possible, always with the brother with the same mother, Aaron Potts, Super Hot Potts, and your favorite two black runners coming at you every single two black, two On Sunday, Easter Sunday, Easter Sunday, Sunday. He, he has risen. Oh, you know, happy Tell Easter for my folks out there. But you know, it, it's Tuesday when you're listening. Hey, for real, for real, we did we missed last Tuesday, but Loki, I'm gonna say this is the reason why we missed. We celebrated two years of the Two Black Runners yes, podcast, sir. April 14th. Uh, marked two years since our first uploaded uploading like the podcast on Man. apple podcast spotify everything like that our first episode with abdi hamid near that was two years it's been two years of two black runners sitting listening to joshua pods aaron pods doing our thing bro it's been it's been a journey. The it's brothers journey. from the same mother, man. But look at that. Two years ago, we're first podcast uploaded with Abdi Hamid Nir. And look at him now. True. Look at him now. I I feel like we contributed somewhat to something like that. You we know what did. I'm saying? We definitely gave him the confidence beyond like, bro, embrace that you're the only black dude on NAU. Yeah. And he did that. He's still doing that. And he's done his thing. He just, what are you just, 336? 336 at APU, man. And this dude got range. 3K. 3K and uh 5K champ. Wait, was it 3K and 5K 3K champion? 3K and 5K champion. At indoors. indoors. I, I can't wait to see what he's gonna do uh outdoors as well. You, you know he came back and ran at 1342. No, I saw that. Me and John, me and John were talking about it because I was like, Yeah, Abdi Hamid, like he ran three three thirty-six at APU, and he's like, Oh, and he was showing me pictures that he had from Abdi Hamid on the same day. Oh, running at Mount Sack, and I was like, wait, this dude ran 215? <laughs> Bro, you know, Azusa and Mount Sack only like 20 minutes away. That's... So they just got in the car, came back, ran the five, ran the 15, then went run the five. But yeah, bro. Uh it's been really exciting. So yeah, we just That's took crazy. the week off that past week and we just been really busy, bro. Like two black runners. It's we've been getting a lot of opportunities and a lot of more stuff just coming in the future. So really just been thinking about that for the past week. But we're gonna have some interviews coming in to you next week and the weeks coming on as we really just go lead into world championships. And that's really the mission right now. Get to world championships, like have this lead up and the best lead up that we possibly can and just have more people watching the world champs. Like for y'all can be, have the much as much information as you possibly can yeah. for world championships and really just be energized. For y'all can share this stuff to get people to watch world championships. Yeah, we def definitely want to get y'all like engaged with these incredible storylines that we have going and that's not just from like the distance side not just from the sprints 
we want to get the field filled in there too. We want to get men. We want to get women. We want to do the best we can to give y'all those dynamic stories that's going to make the world championships just much more enjoyable for you yeah. to watch. You know what I mean? You And you could tell your friends like, yo, did you know about so-and-so doing this event and da 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 Like, yo, so that's what we're trying to do, really. That's the mission. And yeah, so really uh, going off from that too and really just trying to give you guys like as much as we can, as much as we can, from where you can get that is where we do our running report show. If you guys don't know, we're doing a weekly yeah. show on YouTube now. I don't think we've really formally announced that, but every single Wednesday on FanHub TF and also on our YouTube, you can check out the running report show where me and Aaron, we just recap the most recent running news every single week. Also argue about it as well and just debate back and forth every single Wednesday. Like literally we haven't missed a Wednesday yet. Knock on wood, knock on wood. Hey, knock on wood. That ain't wood, bro. Knock on wood. You feel me? We ain't, we ain't going to miss a Wednesday, but every single Wednesday that's coming out. Also, every single other Friday, we have a trackish podcast on Mile Split that we just fans. started doing. Yeah, for the high school fans. And we know high school track is crazy right now. I'm also coaching in high school track right now. So it's really just been a really fun time. So actually this Friday coming up, we will have a new trackish podcast coming out on Mile Split. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's been really fun doing, doing that with two black runners and all this. It's definitely been made, made us more busy and it's been some of the cause of why we missed uh, weeks, but we going, we going to get on the right track. Expanding my, expanding my like knowledge too. Like, of course I, I love high school track and field, but I'm a grown man. You know what I mean? I wasn't, I wasn't like super, into the high school scene last year as much, at least the top, top people. Yeah, yeah. But definitely, you know, it's always fun to get that knowledge. And like, we've been getting, like we'll say too, we've been going to a lot of meets and, you know, with things kind of changing, more fans being in the stands and stuff like that. And Joshua coaching and being able to go back to high school. I went to Arcadia just uh, a week or so. Two, yeah, a week, two ago, week ago. ago. Yeah, just now, a week ago. Now. That was pretty, pretty dope. We were just at Mount Sac yesterday. We went to Brian Clay. We're going to be at pre for sure. So there's a lot lined up in person that we have coming up too. So it's just super exciting to see it from all fronts to like the elite pros to yeah. like the college to like the high school. So we we going to give it to you all on the running report because that's what we do. Yeah, for, for sure. And if you ever see us with me, bro, don't feel, be afraid to like to say social love, say what's up. Anything like that, Coach like, Destin, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sh shout out, Coach Destin. I'm yeah, pretty, bro, yeah, 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 yeah. He he came up to us when we were at the meet. So don't be afraid. Like we definitely would love to chop it up. If you got some hot takes that you want to talk about or question when you talk about on the podcast on the Running Report show? Let us know, bro, and we can talk about it on there and like your question be featured. But Aaron mentioned Mount Sac. We were at the Mount Sac relays where the best athletes compete. Also, the Golden Games that they have for USATF. Why are they called the Golden Games? I don't know. We can get to that for a little bit. But first, let's just start off here. It was just a cool experience being at Mount Sac. We met a lot of great people, and I feel like the more that we've done this, our second year, this is gonna be our, going into our third year of doing the two black runners. It's like, bro, like we're getting like just like just from besides like the racist points like we're getting just more into the game you know yeah. like meeting just important people i'm all like a lot of important people <laughs> like people that we we didn't people that we, we we talked about like how can we have these changes happen now we're finally meeting and like talking to these people and hopefully like that type of change can happen we can be like a part of that and be a part of that impact yeah and it really has like given me more empathy for everything going on like understanding like what the athletes go through, you know, go, leading up to a season, but then also like understanding, you know, what it takes to like be a meet director, what it takes to like put this on this whole meet on NBC, like what are some of the struggles they have and being able to get that perspective from 
all sides from athlete to media to meet director like that helps us improve our game yeah. and like it helps me to like think like okay where are the holes in track and field that i could come in and i can fill and bring something bring something new that they haven't seen before that will help you know elevate the sport and you know the mission is always too to put some more money in people's pockets but you know first we've got to find those holes and find those solutions and then we can find ways to elevate it, you know, all together. Yeah, so it was really just fun to be able to do that at Mount Sac, be able to talk to those people, then be in the mix zone for the first time for Mount Sac and like the Golden Games. But Aaron, let's just start here with the meet. Just how did you like it? Like this was the first time I really feel like this energy was brought to Hilmer Lodge Stadium. This was the first time seeing the new stadium and everything, actually people being filled up to like almost like the brim. But like even before the Mount Sac relays, like there was pros there, but like this level, like I don't think has been there in like a really long time. That like have Elaine Thompson race, like just yeah. after she wins Olympic gold and like runs 10-5. Thomas, Craig Curley, like got a bunch of medalists. So how did bro. you just like the meet overall, just being in the state? It was pretty dope, man. To me, I would say definitely the highest level Mount Sac I've been to. I remember seeing like Tyson Gay run there one time yeah. back in the day. But it felt like a little like baby diamond league, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I, I think that Mount Sac has the potential to be like there can be a diamond league meet at Mount Sac. Oh, most definitely. But most I definitely, definitely feel like it can have that same energy that you feel at like a pre. Yeah. Because they have, you know, Allison Felix raced. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't on the broadcast, but Allison Felix was racing there, bro. Mm -hmm. Like Shakari Richardson. You, a lot of y'all wondering, you know, y'all don't know where's Shakari? Everyone's asking. <laughs> she was at. She, she didn't race. There. She chilling. didn't race, but she was at Mount Sac just chilling, bro. Yeah. Like, e Emmanuel Acho was there. Marcellus Wiley was just chilling. Like, there was a lot, of, a lot of people there. So it did, it did. There's a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential. I still think that we could, it could be a lot better, yeah. in my opinion. But it felt, I'll, I'll give it like it was, it was a little baby diving league, like you know. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I definitely think like going, definitely going to Prefontaine and like seeing Hayward Field and everything and seeing the production just behind it. I'm all like, yeah, it makes sense why they got that, why they stealing some, some of our stuff. Like it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. They do a great job. They do a great job at Pre. Like even just like the setup of like having like the set, like you can hear set through the entire stadium. When you're at Mount Sac, you can't. Like you, it's just, mm. they just go up and then the gun goes off. Like you can hear set. I, there's That's even a like, a, there's even like a little shush. So just like those time, kind of like little things, like just make the audience, like just even more engaged into the meet. And then also Mount Sac was having like a lot of trouble with like the starts for that one men's hundred. So that was kind of like sloppy in a sense, but you know, like I definitely feel like there is potential. And we were talking so to Michael Norman and Ryan Benjamin, um, uh, Right, Benjamin, about everything, and they're all like, "We need a USA, we need a, a U.S. championship here at here at Mount Sac." And I'm I'm saying the same thing, bro. Eventually, yeah. and hopefully, like the next four or five, we can get a U.S. championship or even an NCAA's. Give us at least at a, Mount Sac. Oh, Give us something, bro. At least on an off year, on an off year, where there, you know, can we get it there on an off year where there's no worlds or something? Yeah, for real. Like for that, real. that's where I think we can start. But I also feel like. Mount Sac, like the feeling I got was like when you go to opening day for a baseball game, because that was really like a big opening meet for the outdoor yeah. for a lot of athletes. Like I feel like Mount Sac is like, you know, Michael Norman and Rye, that, that's where they always run their first races. You know, that was Coleman's first race outdoor as well. I believe Gabby's as well. So a lot of people, Allison, 
Dude, look at these names. Look at these names. I'm, <laughs> I'm naming medalists. I'm naming world records, you know, yeah. world record holders. Delilah Muhammad. Like, come on, man. So it felt, it, it gave me opening day vibes as well. Yeah, it was, it was a really dope experience. I'm excited to see how the Golden Games, and that's what they're calling NBC broadcast. They just they need to change with the Mount Sac Relays. Let me get that straight right now. Just call it Mount Sac Relays. Golden Games, I'm like, okay, like, that's cool. But I'm like, I think people... People know what Mount Sac is. Yeah. Like, I think people know enough. Like, even just people outside, don't just. I think people just know what Mount Sac is for the most part. To be honest, I, that's just that's for just the me best though. But compete, hey, bro. I don't I don't work for NBC. You feel me? But we we were in the media and everything. So if you want to check out our interviews that we did at uh, Mount Sac, just go to our YouTube running report. I'll have it in the show notes as well for a playlist with like Allison Felix, Michael Cherry, Tonia Marshall. Uh, so many other names, Michael Christian Norman and Coleman. Ryan Benjamin. Yeah, if you want to check out their interviews just right after their races, we'll be up right now on YouTube. But there was also a different, a lot of hype even for people that weren't like the main head stars. And we got one of those interviews with Elias Garcia, who formerly just who just went pro his pro debut in the hundred. And I had to bring this dude up because I was on the team with him at Mount Sac and everything. And like, bro, he was getting a lot of home cooking. As I was saying, you said he not one of the main stars. He definitely was the oh, main he definitely, star. Oh, he definitely is he, one of the main stars. It was sure. the people that got the, the loudest cheers from the crowd was one, Allison Felix, two, Elias Garcia, man. And it, it, it was dope. It was dope to yeah. see that like, and that's another thing about Mount Kyrie, Sac. Kyrie King got a big, because he went to Mount Sac as well. So Kyrie King got But a that big was another team. thing that was dope about it. It's like when you're at Hayward and someone from Oregon steps up and yeah, was yeah. like, yeah. And it was like, bro, we got pride. And this is a Juco. This is a Juco. <laughs> it don't look like one, though. Producing these professional athletes. So it was really cool to like see that he had that hometown feel. And I was super glad to see, too, that. He made it to the final, yeah, and he competed. He competed well. He was up there. I'm sure this man wanted to do to do better yeah, than he what was he saying. Did. The prelim was his worst race of his life that he ever ran under the coach JB. But I got I, like I was telling in the running report show, bro. Like it, whatever, whatever that race is, that's in the past, whatever. But like that just woke you up to him. Yeah, like you're woken up to Elias Garcia and Coach JB. John Bolton, like you're just woken up. So like, let's just see what develops. Sharks from Athletics, here. man. Like, wh however you put it, like I know some people are gonna say 10, 10, 16, That's that ain't fast. You feel me? Ten sixteen fast, bro. Yeah, I mean it's opening. If he runs ten sixteen for that. the next five years, you feel me? Every single time he stepped onto the track, bro. Like, I mean, he would be disappointed in that. Yeah, but I'm saying like that's a that's professional times. So. That's professional time. Like, that, he getting money for that. And I ain't getting money for that. You feel no, me? I ain't, I ain't, getting, I ain't getting money, money for either. running 11.5. You feel me? So that's what I'm saying. I got to hey. put respect from that. You feel me? Coming out straight out of the Juco? Like, come on, put some respect. Well, yeah. Me. I mean, he's young, too. You got a lot more time to develop. And I think we'll see him under 10 again soon. Oh, most, so. oh, most definitely. I definitely think that's in the future. And I'm just, hey. He's right there. So get I'm this man. Sure. I'm hoping he gets the USA's, gets a real chance to get to the world championships. That would be a, just a real amazing story to really see. But also, which was an amazing story for personally, I just had to put this on the podcast. Shout, shout out, shout out the Norco Cougars real quick. Hey. Shout out Norco Cougars. Okay. Aaron, you saw us. We did our thing. Did we, thing. The last, the last race of Mount Sac relays featured probably the, the most hype. No, it wasn't the most hype race because we went out there, we smacked them. We smacked them, Aaron. You feel Y'all did. Y'all won by like how much? Almost a minute. Like, yeah, but like 200, 200 meters or something like that, or, or maybe it was one fifty. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it was. We went out there. We, we ran a good race, bro. It, it just feels good to be out there, to go out there and, like, get a win. I wanted them to be more competitive because we we were, like, in the last, like, seated section. We weren't – there was a section right ahead of us. I wish we were in that heat. But it was pretty dope. It was pretty Y'all got experience. a young team, too. You're only losing uh, one guy. 
yeah. off that team in the next year. And I saw Rich Gonzalez. He liked your Norco post. Hey. So y'all got his attention. Y'all, maybe we gonna see y'all in Arcadia soon. Hey, hey, we should have been there this year. Hey, that's the story for another day. But uh, yeah, it's really cool just to be like a coach on the other side and like actually see like your athletes perform at such a big stage. Like if you're from Texas to see your athletes like perform at Texas Relays or at Penn Relays or something, and you perform there as as your own athlete. So it's a pretty cool experience just from them. They be able to experience that in the new stadium under the lights and everything. It's really dope and just see them like headline in a certain sense and another headline that i don't think a lot of people were expecting but i'm glad to see newberry park girls bro shattered the old national record in the 4x1600 for high schools in a 1948 previous record was 1952 held by great oak i believe that was the team with um destiny. with destiny collins on it as well they went out there and they did their thing now the boys they didn't end up they didn't end up doing their 4x8 because of, of some sickness and they didn't end up uh they didn't end up breaking the record in the DMR, but the girls still really stole the show and just showed up like, yeah, we can do this too. At a 453, 504, 501, then Sam McDonald went out there in a 448 on that's, the last leg. That's rolling, bro. And yeah, a really impressive performance for them. So I just had to add that in there just for you guys didn't know. We ain't just talking. The Newberry Park boys are cool. They they nice. They historic. But the Newberry Park girls, they're doing their thing too. Yeah, I mean, um, Kudos to Sean Bronson and the program he has going over there. It's Facts. not it's not one sided. He he has great athletes on both ends, and especially like Sam Donald, four forty eight. What is she running in the eight hundred this year too? I know she has two oh eight. She's ran two oh eight and eight hundred, four forty eight. Bro, she's a force to be reckoned with for sure. And then to have another girl on the team running four fifty three, and two girls that are right there about to break five, yeah. like that. That's that's crazy. Yeah, she's ran a 440 at Mount Zach, and she's ran a 240, two, a 10.44, 3.200 in a dual meet. But I think that 10.44 is probably def. She can definitely run faster than 440. 40 is ridiculous, bro. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with girl high school girls running 440 and high school boy high, high school girls running under running under 440 like it's nothing these, these days, bro. Like yeah, yeah, what's it's, going on? It's definitely crazy. But the female side of track right now and cross country and everything has always just been exciting. And we saw another exciting performance I want to talk about too on two black runners from uh New Balance. The New Balance team, they opened up their track in uh is it in it's in Boston, right? In Boston, New, yeah. New York area, somewhere over there. I don't know the exact details because we on the West Coast, so I ain't gonna be over there. You feel me? I'm all about uh I'm all about the Lilac Grand Prix, you feel me, the podium. But hey, hey, they went out there, the New Balance women, they went to go break uh Union Athletics. Uh, DMR record indoors. They ran a 10.33.85. Union Athletics ran a 10.39. That was Heather McLean, Kendall Ellis, Rasheen Willis, and Ellie Perrier. They they did their thing. They did their thing. But my question is just like, why don't y'all call up Union and just be all like, hey. Because they didn't want that smoke, bro. Come on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, it was, wait, also too, can we talk about like, like everybody that was in Boston, it looked like a great time. That facility looked amazing. No, they had Jack dope. Harlow. That was dope. They had Jack Harlow performing on the track. I, I don't know. I mean, that's the closest. I mean, he he's a rapper, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, is he? Is he know. though? No. Like, let's closest... have this conversation real quick. Have, let's have this conversation. Is he a rapper? I, I look. He feel like he's more of a pop. Like is is, is Post know. Malone a rapper? No, Post Malone is not a rapper. Post Malone is. Not he got a some bars though. He, you, you could have bars and, and, and not, not be a rapper. rapper. Super hot. Super hot. It's Little Nas. I'm not a rapper. Is Little Nas a rapper? Little Nas is not a rapper. And Jack Harlow is not a rapper then. Jack Harlow is not a rapper. Is that a false start? Let us know. Jack Harlow is not a no rapper. No hate though. No hate though. I only know like two of his songs. <laughs> 
I know too. That, that, I think that's dope though. That's the closest thing to hip hop we've had on in yeah. track and field, but that was super dope. I was in Diamond League, bro. Come on, man. I, I thought, oh yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, he got some bars. I forgot. Yeah, he got bars. But I'm just saying, I think what's really cool about that though is like they're taking track and field and like New Balance is taking track and field serious. Yeah. Like bringing Jack Harlow out, like signing that's someone that they have on their talent. Why not bring him out to this new opening to perform? Thank like you. somebody just he just dropped his new single. I know first class too. Like that was just a perfect setup to really make this like New Balance the track like serious. Because definitely when you go to like New Balance's uh, New Balance running their Instagram page compared to like I'm not trying to throw shade, but I'm just throwing examples like Nike running's Instagram page. Like Nike running Instagram page doesn't really feature track and field, like track and field, like stars, track and field stats. But New Balance running, it, it features like Gabby Thomas and everything. And like when they have big performances. So I just feel like what New Balance is doing is really taking the sport of track and field really serious. And that's that's really cool to see for a brand that's not just like running or sports that's also very much casual wear as well yeah and i think i like what new balance just does with their athletes in general like Kawhi leonard as well like they invested so so much into into them if you go into other sports as as well but also like how they're they target that young audience like rossine willis she's on this dmr before they had when they had the world record previously they had sydney mclaughlin on it yeah. for i think i don't know if that was for the indoor or the outdoor but sydney mclaughlin was on it and now they got Rossing Willis, a high schooler phenom. They signed, uh, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about Adidas now. But yeah, they got Rossing Willis on it too. So it's keeping that younger audience engaged. That's low-key tampering though, like NBA? I don't know if that's allowed. Like <laughs> NIL deals? I, I feel like it's allowed now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they really made that happen. And another thing that was really, what I want to talk about from this past weekend as well was Elliot Kip saying, bro. The thing we got to talk about is because Nobody was really talking about this when it happened. You were at Brian Clay. You, yeah. you kind of saw, saw this race go down. 333.7, breaking yard, yard and the goose's previous 1,500-meter record of 334 at Brian Clay. Ran down Will Paulson of Oregon Track Club. Like, that was an amazing race. Elliot kept saying, it kept saying is an amazing competitor and going to be somebody that's going to be, well, you, you have to watch out now for the 1,500 or even a 5K threat. Like, the dude is really fast from Alabama. But I think what we got to talk about, Aaron, is like, why wasn't this being talked about right away? Like, this should have been posted on Instagram everywhere, all across the boards. But it really, like, went on to, like, the middle of the next day that we started seeing, like, Ellie kept saying breaks. I'm kicking myself, man, because I, I had ran to my car to go get a oh, uniform man. for my boy. Came back, I run, and I'm seeing him come in. And I'm like, hold up. This dude about to run something crazy. He comes through, 333. I'm like, wait a minute. And then eventually the announcer is like, oh, that's a collegiate record. I'm like, yo, like, why aren't we like, what's going on? Why aren't we more more hyped about this and, and what's going on? So I just overall, like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on this weekend. I will yeah. admit there's a lot of stuff. But I've been there for a, before a collegiate record before with Josh. Dang, I was there. I was there. Josh and that Curry. was crazy. And it got so much press, like, immediately. So I think it does have to do something. I think it has to do a little bit something with, like, Brian Clay not having that same like energy like have you seen haven't really seen anything reported on brian clay like yeah. that this year to be honest and i think that has to do something with it too you think the golden games are taken away from it or are you just people are like i think Bowerman was low-key going to for the past what past five years Bowerman was going to brian clay i think boston took is taken away from it i think the golden games is taken away from it as well and then even like you know i don't know how much 
the Tom Jones Invitational we'll mm-hmm. talk about soon. That was going on as well. But like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of collegiate meets didn't get a lot of love this this uh this weekend on on the real on the real if I'm being honest yeah low key low key I don't, I don't know I don't I really don't know but why. three but three thirty three is insane and also I want to say this this dude is only a sophomore I believe bro which makes it even crazier bro like hey gonna be around for a minute yeah I mean unless he decides to go pro yeah and yeah. the way he did it when he when he broke the record too he was running down someone from OTC I believe yeah Will Pawson Will Pawson he was running him down that last. That last 100 and somehow catches them. And when he catches them and passes them, you know, the first thing he did was he stopped his watch, dog. Oh, That's disrespectful. That's taunting. That's me. <laughs> That's me. Hey, is that on? Hey, Kim saying, man, is that on Strava, bro? You can stop that. Stop that. Mac Fleet, is that on Strava, though? Mac Fleet would not approve, bro. If that's on Strava, that's fire. <laughs> if you got 333 on your Strava, I think that's hard. <laughs> Mac Fleet would not approve, bro. You weren't really in that race. You feel me? You just really just played that man like that. But also, somebody else that went out there and ran a crazy this past weekend was a national record, but a 143.79 in the 800 world leader. I believe I'm pronouncing Moad Zahafi from Zahafi from Texas. Texas Tech went out there and ran 143.79. He runs for what Morocco. Dude goes to Texas Tech, 143.79. Even beat Brandon Miller in the race as well. Bowerman, Bowerman, well, Brandon Miller, who's on the Bowerman watch list, indoor 800 meter champion, got second place last year at outdoors and NCAAs. Beat him, Moad did, on his way to that 143.7. Aaron, has it like, I know you've been you've been saying Brandon Miller is your guy. That's John, my guy. Still. Brandon Miller is my guy too. I, I'm definitely I'm rooting for Brandon Miller. But even with John the Jones coming into the mix, Moad just came in, dude, and was all like, "Wait, hold up, bro, hold up." I, I'm serious. That was that. I, that was crazier than the Kip saying to me. <laughs> I'm speechless, bro. When I saw that, like my jaw literally dropped because like it doesn't seem real. Yeah, it didn't seem real. real. I'm just like, where did this come from? Like, not saying that he's not nice. Indoor, I'm looking at it right now. Indoor, he ran 146 too. So that's fast. That's fast. He was right there. But, you know, Brandon Miller ran 145. And for him to run it, like, this early in the season, like... He has strength, too. I believe he was running miles last year, like that, mm. in in the ATO. He has strength, too. Yeah, so I was just super surprised to see this. And it's honestly just really shook up the 800 and... In collegiately for the for the men right now because it looked like Brandon Miller was gonna really run away with it. Okay, but like, the fact that this guy's ran 143 and we got Brandon Miller and still Jonathan Jones in there. Like I, we were talking to Jonathan Jones and he told us he an 800 guy. Like I'm gonna give you the inside scoop. He told me he <laughs> ran 148 when he was 16. 16. The 800 is his event. So I was doubting this man. So I'm just super excited to see. This is going to be one of the most exciting uh, men's 800 cha- uh, NCAA championships since the days of Charles Jock and Ryan Martin. I think Ooh. we're gonna. I think we're gonna say, is this a false start? I got man. I couldn't think of false starts before this, but now I got false starts. Now I got false. Is it a false start to say that there will be three collegiate runners running 143 this year outdoor? 143. Cause like I don't go, know. I don't know. Is Jonathan Jones around 143. He could run 143. Really focus on it. You feel me? The man, the man ran 148 after running a 45 the day before, and the 45 was in his legs, and he just felt like kind of a teak. We talked to him. You guys can watch that on YouTube. But uh, shoot, I, I think it's not a false start, though, to say that uh, that this is going to be just as competitive as Charles Jock versus Ryan Martin, though. Like, I think sure. that's just definitely what it's going to look like when we get that NCAA final. I can't wait. 
Then Aaron, I know we were just talking about a second about like Brian Clay not getting a lot of looks, but another person that had ran really well, Brian Clay, not a lot of people are really talking about it, was Katie Ann McDonald of LSU shining at Brian Clay. In 800, she ran two flat nine eight on Jeez. Thursday. Then she came back on Saturday, uh, came back on Friday and ran the 1500 and ran 413. That's number one in NCAA, four to 800, and number three in NCAA, for the 15 as well. Bro, Katie Ann McDonald of LSU really went out there and just put herself on the map this weekend. And it's really a serious threat for NCAAs, but really just a serious threat overall. She's she's from Great Britain, I believe, as well. So, like, that's you already know the Great Britain 800 squad is is deep, you know? So she's putting her hat oh, for sure. in that conversation just at the start of this season to be all like, I can be there too. And she has a lot of strength. She, I know she did cross country. Uh, this like the past like three years, she's she was competitive at SC, SECs. So like, that's just a really interesting thing because like in this fifteen, like she beat Anna Camp Bennett, she beat Lauren Ellsworth. Like it's it's gonna be interesting to see. She beat Addie Townsend to see what she's gonna do uh the rest of the year. And I, honestly, I can't say off the top of my head of LSU's other team, but you know they're always competitive at NCAA's. And to have an eight hundred meter, yeah. fifteen hundred person, because they usually don't. I mean, I, at least I haven't been paying attention. I feel like they don't be having that. But that two flat, like, she, she's competitive to win NCAAs in the eight. And she's also right there in the 15, Number too. three. And I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the results right now. Michaela Rose, shout out to her, too. This is a, she a freshman running 202.74. And then they got another girl, uh, Lorena, running 205. So they got, they, got a whole, they got a whole squad. She's a sophomore. So get ready to start seeing LSU up in these middle distances because we've been seeing it throughout the SEC just in general. Yeah. Looking on the men's, look on the men's side at Texas A&M and what they're doing, or go to the Big Twelve and Texas and Texas Tech. Like it, it's just cool to see like traditional sprint schools starting to adopt these middle distances, and I think it's gonna play a big factor into NCAA championships, but. Hey, man, Katie Ann McDonald, she sounds like somebody we need to get onto the show. Shoot, Katie Ann, Katie Ann. Like, I think that was really a big performance. And I think that's something, like, that's something that went under the radar that we got to talk about on Two Black Runners because, you know, that's just what we do. And we had a chill podcast. So, like, we were definitely going to bring up the things that a lot of people aren't talking about. I don't think people are talking about Katie Ann McDonald's performance and, like, what it's going to mean really for the implications of NCAA. She's number two, number one, and number three in the fifteen. Like this is this is serious, bro. This is serious. She's gonna be a real, real threat. And I'm excited to see where her development is gonna go. And speaking of stuff that we don't, we always bring to light that people don't really talk about on two black runners. We got one more thing that I gotta mention, bro. Gotta talk about them hands. I gotta talk about one more thing, bro. Cause this happened at Arcadia uh, this past week on the broadcast. You feel me? And like nobody was talking about this. And I'm yeah. just curious. I'm like, cause I was the day the day after Arcadia, I didn't end up going. You feel me? But my dad came up to me. He came up to me while I was outside as he was leaving to go to work. Uh, that Sunday, I got called to work. So he came up to me. He was like, hey, Joshua, you saw the fight last night? And I was like, oh, oh, Ryan Garcia, he fought. He fought. He fought. He, he did he boxing did, match. Did. I knew, I knew he, he, he smacked that dude up. He smacked that dude up. He got the dub. And he was like, no, 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 not Ryan Garcia. He's talking about the fight at Arcadia. I was like, what? Hold on. Hold on. He's throwing hands. They're throwing hands. They're throwing hands. And the four by four after the race at Arcadia. If you want to see this, go to the end of the 
Uh, I feel like this is low-key sneaky. We don't want to expose but like, them, but... But I'm being serious, though. This really happened to Arcadia, and people kind of just, like, swept under the rug. And it's, I don't think... I'm not trying to, like, call out nobody or, like, some high schoolers, but I'm just saying for my, hey, journalist, my journalistic integrity, you feel me? I'm taking journalism right now. I think I just have to mention it, because, like, this is a story. Like, Arcadia, this big event, there's no security guards to... To like break this down, come on, man. To try and de-escalate the situation after a four by four, they started fighting. They were scrapping, punches were thrown. People from outside of the of the race were coming in and pushing people. That's not I okay. I saw that. I saw that. That's not okay, bro. Yeah, and you and you can't you you definitely can't put it all on the kids. Like someone should have been there to de-escalate that. You're like, oh well, this should have just not fight. It's like, bro, this is a sport, bro. The tensions are going to rise. Tensions like rise, bro. And when definitely you, in a big event like when that. When you up by 50 meters and you get hawked down and, and trip ah. and fall, wow. you better think that somebody might want to start get the swing in. You know somebody, what I'm saying? Somebody going to be mad. People's pride get hurt in that 4 by 4 People going to be cursing. Your pride get hurt and then people get swinging. But hey, if you touch my 47 leg, you know what I'm saying? I understand. I, I'm not condoning fighting, but you touch my 47 leg who about to get the scally. I gotta come get. I gotta come. I he gotta trying to take his bag. I gotta protect him. He's he to take he, he Mister Forty Seven. You know what I'm saying? But y'all can't be y'all can't be fighting though, yeah, man. That's can't. a bad look. You got all the scouts there. Like you can't be fighting. But also, like yo, like how did he go that? It should not got that far. No. So that's the only reason. Like it should I not got like, that far. I feel like there's that's no why way it should be brought to light. I think Arcadia no is probably gonna do some things next year for that won't happen. Have some more security. Just at the just at the finish line, just in case like a fight does. Photographers break out. were trying to break up the fight. Yeah, photographers. That's How not is there not job. like that's one not like job. coach that could just be like, "Yo, pull this, pull one away." Like that took like four or five minutes just to do that. Like that was weird. They're really like, photographers trying to do that, bro. Like, come on. I'd be like, that is not my job. I would not did that. Yeah, I would have definitely been sitting back, like, like, oh no, bro. I'd be like, oh, y'all been taking pictures. Oop. Is that bad? Sure. Oh no, that's a that's a good shot. Hey, I'd be like, oh, he got hands. But hey, also, man, it take a lot to fight after a four by four. That's Passion. crazy. That's the craziest part. Like, how you got that energy? <laughs> like, bro, that's crazy. He's infuriated. He's infuriated. But uh, that's crazy. That's pretty much all we got for y'all this week on the Two Black Runners podcast. I'm gonna start wrapping it up. But yeah, bro. Wait, 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 bro. We gotta uh, check real quick. I gotta check to see. Oh wait, we do got one. We do know, got one. Oh, we gotta check. You know, if y'all. We always love when our guy, when our listeners yeah, come bad, in. My bad, my bad, y'all. Y'all rate the podcast, give us five stars. Oh, I don't know if this is new, bro. No, yeah, that's new. We haven't read that one. All right, man. I got a got a shout out to our boy, uh, what? Sice Bryce. I think that's how you say it. But <laughs> shout out, shout out to our Bryce. Gave us favorite, gave us five stars. Said one of my favorite podcasts. Love these guys making running news fun and engaging so yeah respect, to all of the day ones out there we made it two years because of y'all y'all keep pushing us to get this content out and i'm not gonna lie it's tough it's tough <laughs> to do it it's tough to do it all but we want to bring more to y'all produce more so these five star reviews and the comments lot. you leave like it goes a long way to getting some more listeners to the podcast helps us to you know get more opportunities to do these things and you know we want to build out this running report media, man, so we can have two black runners. And eventually, you know, we're going to have some other shows with people that are not us, but they're going to be great. They're going to be great because we got we got some things up our sleeve, man. We ain't a one trick pony. We got a lot of stuff that we want to produce. And yeah, with y'all help with the movement, that definitely can definitely can get us there. So I have to just get on my podium real quick and tell y'all that. 
Hey, yeah, bro. So just stay tuned, man. If you're listening, on, if you're watching on YouTube, comment down below. That really goes a long way as well. We would really appreciate it. But especially listen to the podcast, like leave a review, even if you can just leave five stars, or if you can comment why you like the podcast or anything like that, we respect any feedback that comes back from y'all. But yeah, really do appreciate you guys. We'll see y'all next week on Two Black Runners, man. Hey, that's a good one. Two black, two, and happy, a hey, happy Easter, y'all. Resurrection Sunday for all of y'all that celebrate him. Hey, it's good.